Hello, and welcome to 1800 Seconds. You may remember me as Psycho Socks from an earlier episode, in fact, the first one of the season. What a wonderful time that was. I so enjoyed doing that. It was the first episode we ever did with this show, and I can say it was honestly an honor to be part of that. Well, we have a great show for you today. In fact, 1800 Seconds is doing so well that the administration has finally taken notice. So unfortunately, we've had to make a few changes to our show's structure. First off, and most noticeable, we now include an ASL interpreter located in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen for the access and convenience of the hearing-impaired audience. We've also been forced to follow the university's strict, ugly affirmative action hiring policies. It's due to this ugly affirmative action practice that we've had to recast several of our skits, including this monologue. To include unattractive, unhygienic, dim-witted social misfits recruited from the dilapidated towers of campus. Another of their pious guidelines is that due to the excessive amounts of peanut butter found in the control booth, we must religiously observe a, an hour-long fast while on set. This means that no food or beverages will be allowed in the studio in the future. Thus, there will be no more cooking with manly men or frying Miss Daisy skits. We apologize. And while they have agreed to think about maybe pondering the possibility of considering having us have plastic apples on the set, our future skit, Ballistic Jello, is out of the question. Can we fix this? We've got this clown ruining the show. Can we do something about this, huh? We don't. Fine. Fine. I'll. <laughs> Let's get on with the show, shall we? Welcome to another episode of the Crook Hunt. We're on location in Ames, Iowa, on the beautiful Iowa State Campus University. Unfortunately, last episode, my wife Terry died in a horrible crocodile accident. But you know, you just gotta move on. So here's my friend Wes. He's here from Australia. Too right, Steve. I'm here to help out Steve in the ferocious nature of Ames, Iowa. So we were off in my trusty 4x4 in hopes that it could handle the Iowa weather. We hit just a bit of a snag early on, but it proved to be no match for my rugged truck, and we were off to find our first specimen of the day. Alright, now you can see here he's the typical winterized Iowa State student. What she's right. doing right now is releasing pheromones out into the air. That's exactly right. Pheromones? A what nice tall male. Very plastic creature. I mean, it's not gonna bite very often. Yeah, These teeth go. aren't gonna do anything <laughs> to you at all. These aren't biting teeth. You can see very, very well taken care of. You're alright. Easy, easy, easy. It's alright. It's alright. What kind? Give me a I got a frog. I got a frog. Yeah. You see, we've covered our eyes, oh so it'll bring down the stress level on the animal. Let you never want, go. you never want these animals to get too stressed out in the wild. Let me go. All right, she's getting, she's getting a little bit scared, a little scared, a little stressed out. So we're gonna let it go. There we go. Easy. She's so happy right now. She's gone now. She's warmed up during the day. She's soaked in this nice solar heat, and now she's gonna go off and find a nice place to bed down for the night. Exactly. Exactly. All right, well, let's go along and see what else we can find. Down in Australia, we don't get a whole lot of the white stuff, so me and Wes like to plan it as much as we can when we get up here. Too right, Steve. I've lost all feelings in my arms and legs about two hours ago. Me too, Wes, but we can't let that get us down. We've got to go on with the day's work and see what we can find. 
And look what we found, a mother with her young. Very rare sight indeed. As you can see here in the excitement of the moment, we try to clear the fence and whoops, flat on our backs, knocked the wind roared out of me. But you can see it didn't phase us a bit as we got right back up to go and take a glimpse at the wildlife. I have no idea what in the world this thing is, but it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before in my life. But it looks incredible. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if it's going to attack me or if it's just going to pick up garbage or what. Well, Crocky, mate, it's been a great day up here in Ames. We've seen so much of the wildlife. It's been spectacular. What do you think, Wes? Well, it's really been a superior day and... Oh, oh, holy, holy smoke! Smokes, that was a close one. I almost got taken out there. You all right? Oh my god. Well, you can see these animals are quite unpredictable. I mean, you can't really, you can't really tell what they're gonna do. It looks like Wes, Wes is in a heap of trouble here. So cold. These marks on your face are incredible. I've never seen claw marks like that in my life. Never. I can't feel my legs. Well, yeah, it's a shame when something like this happens, but, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, you know? Sometimes you just got to let nature take its course. That's what we have to do here. Shame. Wes will be gone here in a couple of minutes, and so will I, because it's the end of the episode. So we'll see you next week on Croc Hunter. In the year 2000, a government experiment went horribly wrong, creating four time-traveling beatniks. Forced to recite TV theme song lyrics throughout history, the government has sent back two FBI, agent, FBI agents to stop them. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold like their mother, the youngest one in it's the story of a man named Brady, who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men, living all together, yet they were all alone. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down that road and back again. Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Well, the first thing you know, Jed's a millionaire. Kinfolk said, hey Jed, move away from there. California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. Hills that is, swimming pools, movie stars. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break 
from all your worries. Sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? You want to be where you can see. Your troubles are all the same. You want to go where people know. People are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Free FBI! You're destroying the future, you beatnik bastards! Hey, what's happening to you, Daddy Cap? All these beatniks are scum! Great run, beatnik bastards! So fast! Seen time constraints. Nintendo, we were unable to finish this week's cartoon. So instead, here's the other third of the animation schmanimation team, John. We apologize for the inconvenience. Stay tuned next time for an all new installment of Animation Schmanimation. again for the lockout report. Fake news quickly thrown together and then broadcast before anyone has a chance to do anything about it. Tonight, a chance to go interactive with the lockout report and a special woodsy look at the weather. But first, the news. In campus news, those that run the GSB elections are thrilled at the whopping turnout for this year's elections. The unheard of 12% of students who turned out to vote have officials hoping that next year's turnout could reach as high as national apathy levels. ISU 9 is a GSB-funded organization. Now, we here at the Lockout Report would like to take a special look back at one thing that's been a constant here on the Lockout Report. That's right, change. No, not change in my clothes. I wear the same ones each and every time. You'll see. No, it's change in my facial hair. We now offer you, the viewer, an opportunity to look back at the first five episodes and vote for your favorite. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my facial hair. That old dog has changed you up all right. Give you 
That's right, email me, Jeff Lockhart, at lockman at iastate.edu, and I'll wear your favorite next time. Well, with the spring-like weather bringing the shorts and tank tops out and the pasty wintertime skin to go with them, it's time once again to take another look at our weather with our very own Woodsy, with Woodsy's Wacky Weather. Woodsy? Well, that's right, Jeff. It's been quite warm lately, and you know, when it's warm like this, you come to expect it, you know? Kind of like how a dog expects a treat after doing a trick, you know, but, but then the dog learns the trick So so you stop giving him the treat, but the dog's still doing the, the trick for the treat You know, I mean that's the whole reason for doing the trick in the first place, right? Is to get the treat But he doesn't get the treat anymore, so he thinks he thinks he's doing something wrong, right? So he tries he tries doing it different in like different ways and maybe maybe if we'll do it this way He'll get the treat, but no no Jeff the treat never comes never again It doesn't matter what he does. You don't give him the freaking treat Jeff. What does he got to do? I mean, and then you wonder why he kills his master. Oh god Ladies and gentlemen that was Woodsy with Woodsy's weather Okay Television works so much better when we show you the pictures of the news rather than just tell you about the news. That's what separates TV from radio. So now, we bring you the world in pictures. I'm going to have to go quick to keep up with them, though. So hang on. Ready to rock. Vice President Al Gore and First Lady Hillary Clinton had a good laugh when at the same time it struck them that Gore's wife is named Tipper. <laughs> the president said, hey, that's pretty funny. Here comes Senator John McCain revving up a group of supporters. He then led them in the summer camp favorite. Thumbs up, thumbs up, I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. You get the picture. Right-wing presidential hopeful Alan Keyes gave a speech to a group today and then demonstrated the size of the snowball in hell that he had the same chance as. <laughs> in a recent Reuters Zogby poll, snakes topped the list ahead of spiders as the things that American found the creepiest. It's later reported that spot, top spot actually belonged to Pat Buchanan. <laughs> And in more campus news, a crack team of DPS parking attendants was dispatched to L.A. this week to ticket and tow this illegally parked jetliner after it crashed through a fence at the Burbank Airport. <laughs> ha. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your world in pictures. Wow, that teleprompter just went really fast, but that's quite all right. In other campus news, students suffered today as the heat in a Hamilton Hall computer lab was left on. Reached for a comment, one student remarked, man. It's hot in here. Whew. Haha, <laughs> again. In entertainment news, a custody battle is brewing between a Detroit museum and the family of the puppeteer who brought TV's Howdy Doody to life. In a related article, a similar custody battle is brewing between Michael Jackson and the parents of TV's Webster. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Lockout Report. Tune in next time to see the results of that all-important facial hair vote where I could look like an idiot, and I most likely will. 
You'll see my interview, a racy interview with the cannon. I'm Jeff Lockhart reminding you to insist on ISU 9, unless of course you don't want to. Good night. Get you back though. Oh, hey, Jim. You got a light? Oh, yeah, just a second. Gotcha! Take that! That was a good one. I'll get you back though. Hey, Jim. I told these guys you're a bit of a player hater. What are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't say that, man. Yeah, man, what's up? What up now, punk?
you say happened right here, eh? Well, uh, hey, I'm not sure they're knitted. Looks like some sort of like a like a drug drug bust or yeah. something there, eh? Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think you're standing in some blood there. Am I? Well, oh, uh -oh. I got you there. I got you. One, eh? I got you there. I'm gonna get you back, though. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, I'll get you back. You're not. Oh, yeah. In the interest of public debate, 1800 Seconds has about this time for our leading GSB candidates to debate over the issues. I'm Sarah Werner, GSB presidential candidate. My platform this year is more parking on campus, and I feel strongly in my convictions that we're going to get this job done right. Hi, I'm Biff Hunkley, and I'm running for GSB president. I believe that we need to have more student involvement with administration. I also believe that we shouldn't be wearing hats in council chambers. So vote for me for better awareness and no hats. I am also a firm believer in tradition here at Iowa State. And without our tradition behind us, we would not be where we are today. Sarah believes she's the candidate for tradition. If she's so traditional, why do we constantly see her walking blatantly over the zodiac? If Biff is such a firm believer in tradition here at Iowa State, why is it that he is so well fed and the swans are missing? Coincidence? I don't think so. Well, the swans may be missing, but how come we always see you riding down campus going like 30 miles an hour almost hitting people? Okay, Biff, if you want to talk about traffic violations, why is it every time I am at the Union, I see you driving the wrong way? Now, if you can't even follow simple traffic signs, Biff, how are you going to lead Iowa State in the right direction? Directions? You're one to talk about directions. When you're always going to the library with food and drink, even though it's clearly posted that you're not supposed to. While I was supposedly eating food in the library, how come I saw you looking up porn on the internet on computers funded by GSB? Now who's the dirty candidate? Well, that was just re research. You use drugs. I've often seen you popping no-dose like candy at late night at the Union. If you think no-dose is bad, Biff, what about your huffing habit? Look familiar? Huffing will get you nowhere. Yeah? Well, you're a slut. Well, Biff, wouldn't you rather have someone with experience? Uh, due to the graphic nature of this debate, uh, we here at 1800 Seconds have uh, decided that it, it is unfit for viewer consumption and we will now go back to our regularly scheduled programming. Now, I... The preceding debate was brought to you as a public service by 1800 Seconds. Sorry.
Hey, Wings is on. <laughs> 